It's a stomach. I mean, again, children watch this. Again, I'm counting think. you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, shut up. Oh, God, I don't even know anymore. Where's the line? Um, so Beetlejuice is really the only character that I've done any kind of crazy makeup for. Okay. Um, and that one was just pure experimentation. Okay. Uh, I bought Moss from Michaels. I got Prose, which is hospital grade adhesive. Mike, are you feeling What the right hell now? are you going to do to me? Yes. <laughs> so we should have uh, gone ahead and thrown this out at the beginning. Towards the end of uh, this I'm interview, gonna we're going to make it pretty. I hate my life. <laughs> getting, Mike's getting turned into Beetlejuice today, and it's going to be awesome. Wait, 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 wait. Can I come? Beetlejuice. Wait, 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 wait. I have an alternate proposal. Do I have the makeup on hand for it? This isn't makeup related. But I really want to put moss and false eyelashes on Why you. Why did you give me that face? I can understand <laughs> this one giving me that face. Why did you give me that face? Let's be Because I know where your that's brain can go. I don't know where it's actually gonna go. And that's half the fun. <laughs> Alright, what's the proposal? Uh, I could take the Harry Potter house test instead. Nope. <laughs> Besides, it only takes two minutes. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's the only time I've really done anything other than generic makeup. I also, because I don't know what I'm doing in an official capacity. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anytime I've done a shoot that involved more like glamorous makeup, think like 80s glam shots. Sure. Uh, that's when I get a makeup artist involved. Okay. Uh, Cassie, a friend of mine, is phenomenal. Sure. Um, so I, I go to her and I go to my friend Ashley anytime I need professional makeup done for a shoot like that just because they're they're wonderful. They know what they're doing and they make me look prettier than I really am, so I'll take it. Very nice. <laughs> don't say it. I can feel you thinking <laughs> it, just don't. Mm -hmm. Sitting over here. <laughs> Should be in five. Uh, looking pretty. So uh, actually, Mike, could you pull up the uh, no. substance earlier? We didn't know here, what makeup me. I was putting on him before I walked in here today. I didn't know we were doing makeup in general until Brad's like, hey, go to the Instagram app and look at the message that I just sent. The, the alternate the option was super girly makeup. But as we have discussed, I'm a tomboy, so I don't really have super girly makeup. The best part is when Mike and I have been discussing about uh, what we could do to, uh, you know, for these kind of in-studio interviews, he's the one that came up with the makeup option. Not to do on us! That's your own yeah. fault! Sorry. Because you never specify. Semantics are important, dear. I just want to point out that I'm the one that gets screwed over in all of this. Jumping off of the makeup stuff, obviously every uh, cosplayer that we've gotten a chance to talk to, we always like to get into uh, their relationships with photographers and how that interaction works. Um, Partially to be able to give an idea about your personal uh, interaction with photographers, but also to be able to give an, uh, your perspective on how photography works for your cosplay. And any other photographers that are out there that may be interested in working with you mm -hmm. might have an idea of you know, how they uh, would be able to possibly help you okay. with your stuff. When I was uh, looking at the different photographers that you've worked with, it does look like you actually have a pretty decent length list of uh, people that you've had a chance to do uh, shoots with. You have, was it Elena Productions? Yeah, Alenia, I think is how you say it. Yeah. Cody, Daniel, I'm sorry if I botched that. 
Roxas with Shane, IAD Studios, mm -hmm. Ash Spaded, uh, Snap'em, snap the Lord, I okay. actually misspelled that. No, nope. so you're gonna give me that <laughs> back <laughs> because we can't trust you now. Blind Fire Photography, mm -hmm. Armando H Photo uh, Photography, Joshua West, Michael Lex, uh, Twisted Fallacies, Photo Persuasion, mm -hmm. My Life, My Lens, Open Book Entertainment, anybody you can think of that I may have missed. Candid Shots with um, Scott Fisher. Okay. Um, I've been trying to coordinate with Josh Davis. He's actually, he's been the, the official photographer for a couple of small cons in the area, yeah. including Fanboys, which was actually my first opportunity to guess the con, so that was neat. Okay. Uh, off the top of my head, I think that covers everybody. Okay. Alan, I'm about to botch his last name, Trujillo, who shoots for WFAA, I think. Because yep. um, I've actually, because of him, I've managed to make it into the Dallas Observer on two different occasions for the cosplay articles. Nice. After nice. Fan Days Expo, whichever one at any given time, I don't know which one's which. Yeah, yeah there, there are obviously uh, several of those photographers that uh, any cosplayer that has attended enough conventions is going to run into at some point because right. they're pretty much staples at each one of these. Yeah, Alan, I mean, Alan Scott, Scott, Open Book. I mean, uh, Matt, yeah. Matt they, uh, they're at so many of these things. You go to even a few of them, you're gonna run into at least one oh, yeah, of them. Definitely. Is there, for you, a specific thought process as to why you would use a specific photographer? Like, do you go after their style for this type of shoot, or is it whoever's available for a shoot that you're wanting to do? Sometimes it's availability. Um, a couple of the photographers I've met have actually been through uh, TFT groups on Facebook, which is okay. great for promotions. So it's, it's free shoots for everybody involved just because we plug each other, mm. and it's networking. Essentially, sure. some of it's availability, but a lot of it is based on editing style because uh -huh. you want you want your character to be Brought have to justice life, done for right, them, right, right, right. Um, and and not that there's anything wrong with different editing styles, but I'm not going to shoot Beetlejuice and go with someone, you know, I love Ash from Ash Snap'em, but her editing style is not really suited to Beetlejuice. Okay. Whereas I wouldn't have gone with Twisted Fallacies, Josh for Misty, because that is definitely more of a bubbly, bright character. So that's why those particular photographers, I work with those particular characters. Okay. Um, photographers like Roxas, uh, like Open Book, they don't necessarily have a set editing style. They're a little more versatile. So for them, it's been more availability and, hey, who do you want to shoot versus who have I not mm -hmm. had a shoot of as of yet? So do you usually stick to your trusted set of photographers or are you open to looking for new uh, photographers to be able to do work with in the future? I'm definitely open to working with new people. You, you don't find awesome people to work with unless you're open to that. I okay. mean, <laughs> that's just how that works. Sure. Um, of course, I'll always continue to shoot with the photographers that I know and that I trust because I already know like, hey, I just made this character. You would do the best edit possible of this character. So, sure. you know, I'll do that. But again, oftentimes I'll go onto those TFP groups and be like, because those are mostly for models, not necessarily cosplayers. So I'll go in and be like, hey, I'm a cosplayer. I've got this character. Who's down? Um, I have cosplayers, cosplayers, photographers uh, who occasionally hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and say, hey, I'm going to be at this same convention as you. Do you want to shoot? Yeah. That's what happened with uh, Michael Lex is we got to talking at, which one is Fan Expo and which one's Fan Days? Days uh, is the one in the fall. Expo yep. is the one at the beginning of the year in the summer. Okay. Expo, the one that just passed. The big one. Mm -hmm. um, 
we got to talking and I was wearing my black canary for the first time. <laughs> I finished it like seven hours before I wore it. Nice. Uh, the life of a cosplayer. And he was like, it's hey. It's better than some. Uh, some do it like as they're driving too. I've done that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was like, hey, do you want to do a couple of quick shots? Sure. And now we're going to work together in the future. Nice. No questions asked. Nice. So that's, I'm, it never hurts to be open. Worst case scenario, you don't love the edit, but you know what? That's okay. You don't always have to love every edit. When you do work with photographers, do you have a preference for um, doing like in-studio work compared to like out on location kind of stuff? Depends on the character. Okay. So for example, I am doing gender bends of Luffy, Sanji, Zoro, and Usopp for okay. One Piece. Alright. Because I've recently decided to dig myself into the hole of watching that finally. And it's a gajillion episodes. <laughs> but those I feel would be better suited to being in a studio. Because I don't happen to have a pirate ship on the ocean readily available. Sure. Versus uh, Black Canary, which would be done very, very well in a cityscape, you know, at dusk near some bright neon sun. So it really okay. just depends. Okay. I mean, obviously you do a lot of, you know, traditional cosplay right. stuff. You do uh, the boudoir, and then uh, you have done some, like, just normal modeling type mm -hmm. stuff. When it comes to your actual cosplay work that you promote as cosplay compared to uh, boudoir or sexy cosplay uh, versus regular, where do you make that line of distinction as to this is cosplay, this is specifically meant to be sexy, not necessarily cosplay, or do you consider it to be all part of the same? In a way, it's all cosplay. I definitely straddle the line between being absolutely true to the detail of the character. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I'm also a fan of Make It Your Own, like with the Beetlejuice. That's both a different time and a different gender. Uh, so to me, the the sexy cosplays, uh, I think Danielle Ballou calls it uh, cosplay. Okay. And I really, really like that. Because you're still cosplaying a character, but you're actively doing it as boudoir. Sure. Um, so I, I love that she gave it a label like that. Uh, because there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with basically doing a version of the character that is not canon. Sure. You know, people do bathing suit versions of stuff all the time. You know, people do, you know, casual versions of characters all the time. There's sure. absolutely nothing wrong with that. Because it's in the name. Costume play. You're playing. Sure. And there's no reason to be a jerk about well, you don't have this specific detail right. So what? I made it, or I bought it, whatever. I'm, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that either. I just bought a hella cosplay. Um, just have fun with it. Yeah, yeah and that, that's always uh, the really interesting part to see where each cosplayer uh, sees that line or if there is one. Because like, you have some people like um, Marlon D that will go and say, yeah, they'll do both, but they do make a distinction to say, this is a specifically cosplay, this is going to be more sexy and nerdy uh, shoots right. uh, versus someone like, say, Jessica Negri or McTurney, right. that it's all part of the same. To uh, me, it's so. a difference of if you would be able to wear it at a convention. Okay. If, you, if it is inappropriate for a family convention, then that obviously falls into the line of boudoir. You know, if it's something where you could easily wear it around, you know, a five-year-old child and it not be skeevy. Sure. Yeah. Then that's 
just cosplay as it is. For you, would you consider something that would have to be at like Acon After Hours or like Dragon Con where it's definitely uh, no one under the age of 18 is allowed after a certain point, a cosplay that would be acceptable then versus a cosplay acceptable at a general convention? Uh, is there a distinction there as to what would be considered public appropriate for you? Yes and no. So I do, I primarily do the, the sexier cosplays just as photo shoots, just okay. because nobody really needs to see that except my significant other uh, sure. as far as in person. Mm -hmm. um, plus, I've never really been super, super comfortable walking around in public scantily clad. Just not how I roll. Sure. But again, there are characters who are scantily clad as the character. That's just how they were created. So, like Black Canary was actually a step outside of my comfort zone because like the the leotard came way up on my hips. Sure. And that was definitely probably the least fabric I've ever worn for a cosplay in public. But that's how that character was created. So in my mind, it's it's still true to cosplay, even though it's a sexy cosplay. Versus I probably would not wear I recently did a shoot of uh, Beetlejuice as a stripper. Sure, sure. Uh, as it, as people would immediately think of. Yeah. There is I mean, the scene with the strip club, okay. <laughs> and that's where I got the idea. Okay. That's gonna be next month on Patreon. Ah, ah, um, Shameless plug. Sure. Why not? We've already talked about Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the way that one is, is it's definitely a very small top with the necktie and then the bustle skirt and mm. not the rest of it. Sure. Uh, that is probably not a version of that character that I would wear in public. Sure. Because again, I wouldn't necessarily feel as comfortable being around a bunch of strangers in that. Sure. Speaking of, you know, going back to your Patreon and uh, these specific Patreon uh, shoots that you do, do you do print sales uh, for your uh, Patreon tiers or is it digital? I do physical copies? prints right now, okay. uh, largely because I am technologically not inclined. Which is weird, because I do tech support on alarm systems for a living. Anyway. Sure, it's a scary thought. I know, right? 90% <laughs> of my day is, my system says low battery. What does that mean? Did you, you try turning it off and on again? <clears throat> is it plugged in? <laughs> but no, since a lot of the photographers that I work with, we don't necessarily have a payment scenario set up. Mm -hmm. um, they're cool with me having the rights to do prints. I don't necessarily do digital stuff because, let's face it, anybody can take an image off the internet. Sure. But yeah. they're also, uh, most of the people who are consistent on my Patreon are people that I know. Sure. Because that's where you start. You start with your circle and then it expands from there. Yep. And so, one thing that I've always loved about interacting with cosplayers at cons is having a signature from them. Having something physical to say, I've been able to interact with this person, this is really cool. And so I feel like that's just a neat thing, especially because as I create more and more characters, I learn more, I progress as an artist in that sense, and so they get to follow that. Uh, so you say you have been a guest at a few conventions already? At one. At one? At Fanboys Comic Con, so it was a little one-day thing. Okay. Is that something that you were trying to more actively go after, or is that yes. something that's just, it's nice when it comes up, but you're happy online and just attending, or? Right now, I'm airing more towards I'm happy if it comes up, mm -hmm. just because I'm not really in a position where I can actively pursue that on a regular basis. 
uh, just because I work on Saturdays. Sure. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get around that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to get to a point where I am invited to guest at a larger convention. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the social media following for that as of yet, just because that takes a long time to build up. Yes, it does. <laughs> we're, we're figuring that one out ourselves. No, we already so. figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't ever expect to be as big as Jessica Neger or Yaya Han. Like, I mean, I, they, 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 they're pretty massive. Oh, yeah. Sell yourself short. I don't expect to be as big as they are. Yaya was the first uh, internationally known uh, cosplayer. Yeah. I, I think she was the first uh, internationally known, mm-hmm. if not one of the first. And Jess, it, uh, Jessica is like... In their own brand. She, she's, yeah, she, she's her 100%. own thing. We saw her, we saw the line for her dude. Yeah. yeah. I fangirled so hard. I know you I did. fangirled we so hard. There. She <laughs> used my deodorant. <laughs> I definitely, for a split second in life, was going to make a, a creepy Helga Pataki shrine to that. I didn't. But I seriously considered it for like three seconds of my life. That is also only three, um, be honest. Yeah. I said like three. Like. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, so I don't I don't ever expect to necessarily be on that level. Sure. You know, that's it'd be super cool. Yeah. But I don't expect it. Honestly, I'm just happy that people even care that I'm doing this and that they get any enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And if I can make a career of that, sweet. If not, that's cool. I'm still enjoying myself. Sure. So on the social media front, what all social media do you do? I have Facebook that I have a specific cosplay page for. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is a mix of cosplay and personal. I have a Reddit, but I suck at Reddit, so I don't use it. Fair enough. I don't like Twitter. Twitter makes my brain hurt. Thank you. Did we just agree on something? I know. <laughs> we have a Twitter because we have to. Uh, but because I'm the one that runs all of our social media, I'm still trying to uh, understand it well enough to actually be semi-consistent on it. So, Mike, want to toss in a, a question or two since it's been a second? I'm good. Uh, He's just no. here to be comic relief. I do that well. Well, I do that well. Um, I'm to remember that. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to remember some of your responses when I'm putting moss on your face. Mm. <laughs> it's coming. Winter is coming. You're not gonna enjoy it. <laughs> A reference he does not understand. <sighs> Never seen an episode. <laughs> the hell was that noise? That was my shock and pain. Oh my gosh. That's not okay. Meh. Oh. Don't you meh me? I will meh you all I want. You're not worthy of my time. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Alright, so fun story. Oh when I was six, so my name is Heather Ward. Some kid was calling me a worthless heifer at daycare. As six year olds tend to do, yes. No, as a six year old, I didn't know that a heifer was a cow, but I knew that was not nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I start chasing this kid around. Oh god. And it had rained outside prior to this. Oh. Which I did not know. And I slipped and I landed on the ground and almost snapped my collarbone in half. Because someone was telling worthless jokes. Uh, Don't make me break my collarbone over you. I'm gonna take you with me. That's fine. I love how I want to go. I, I, I love how that's the circle that we took to be able to get back to. The- yeah. Just want the record to show she got way too into my personal space right there. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. It drove the point home. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I got excited. 
Uh, then let's go ahead and jump into the makeup portion. And while you are giving him his uh, little makeover, uh, we can uh, ask a few more questions and get into the lightning round uh, for the fast answer question. I will be conducting the lightning round. While I'm painting your face? Yes. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you to shut up several times. I don't give a (laughs) That's fair. Dude! 